Hey y'all, welcome to Strip Down with Marianne. I am Marianne. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let me introduce myself. My name is Marianne and I am a survivor of childhood physical, sexual, emotional, financial, and spiritual abuses and also human trafficking. Those are the topics that I talk about, things related to people who identify like that. And so if something I talk about touches you, this is my trigger warning, please reach out to whomever is in your area that is safe person for you. So that's my trigger warning. Um, today, guys, we're going to talk about uh, what, what we, people who have survived childhood abuses, those childhood abuses I just talked about, people who survived those abuses, what we take with us everywhere we go, okay? What we take with us everywhere we go. And so we're calling this, what is in your bag, okay? What you got in that bag? So first, first, I have visuals. So if you wanna go over to YouTube so you can watch what I'm doing, great, go do that. Um, if you're just listening in, I will describe it as best I can so that you can follow along and you know still fold your laundry or whatever else you do while you listen to podcasts. Um, that's what I do. So. Um, First of all, let's start with what is our bag, right? People who come from all of those childhood abuses, it doesn't matter if it's the physical abuse or the sexual abuse or, or the emotional abuse, right? They all do the same in our brain, right? It all creates different pathways in our brain, all of them, okay? So our brain looks the same regardless of what the actual act towards us was. And so that's important to know that our brains are the same regardless of what our abuse looked like. Our brain patterns are the same. And so we have some similarities coming out of that. So we're going to talk about a lot of things that we have that people might not recognize when they're talking to us, dealing with us, that it would be helpful for them to understand our perspective it helps them to understand us better. It helps us to understand us better, right? But it helps them to understand us better to what all we are bringing to the conversation. It's not just whatever is happening today, right? It's the whole lifespan. So let's talk about that. The very first thing is, what is the bag, right? So here's my first visual. It's a garbage bag, right? If you're not watching, it's just a regular old garbage bag. And this signifies a few things. First, <laughs> I'm going to guess you were called trash at some point in your life, right? I'm going to guess that whether it was that word, that was the connotation, that was the feeling inside your head that someone was telling you that you were not good enough, right? You were not good enough. You're just garbage. The other more physical part of that is I also bet you have moved using garbage bags at some point in your life, right? That is a commonality that we have when we're running from our trauma, throw it all in a bag and just get, <laughs> throw it all in a bag and just get. And so we carry all of this in a bag. What do we carry? So what do we carry? Let's start with the very basics of what we carry, okay? We carry all of the people, I'm holding up a Barbie doll, um, a short skirt in my opinion. Um, so what do we carry? We carry all of the people. Now, some of those are good people. Some of those are great people, right? Some of those people, like my grandma, right, instilled great things in me, things like a love of, of mathematics and the Bible and um, ice cream and the beach, right? She did wonderful things in my world. Some of them were great people. 
some of them also were not so great, right? Like maybe my dad who abused me for um, as long as he was alive. And so some of them are not so great. Some of them are horrific. Some of them are just, you know, people who breezed in and out of our life that we were disappointed. Like they didn't terribly hurt us, but man, they sure like hurt our heart a little bit, right? Like maybe the guys who saw me getting beat up by a trafficker out on a sidewalk. And um, when he yelled at them, they both walked away and left me laying there bloody on the sidewalk getting kicked in the ribs, you know? So those people, good, bad, or indifferent, are all with us forever. They're all up here, right? Forever. And so one of the things that we bring with us everywhere we go is all of those voices of all of those people in our head, which, what are they saying? The overwhelming majority of what we hear, remember, goes back to, baby, you're just trash right? You're just trash. You're just that bag. So we bring the people with us. Barbie's got to go down for a second. Okay. What else do we bring with us? <laughs> well, I'm holding up a toothbrush, y'all. This represents a home. Did we have a stable home life? Were we moving from week to week to week? Like my children had to move with me month to month to month, you know, never finishing a lease anywhere. Um, were they homeless? Like I was as a teenager trying to figure out couch hopping as safely as I possibly could, sleeping underneath the bridge when I couldn't. Sleeping on the beach was the best part of being homeless. But we bring that with us, right? Our whether we ever had that basic stability of having a home stays with us in all that we do. The next thing we have, I'm holding up an empty water bottle. Our food. Was there food scarcity? Were we controlled through food, right? Do we now have eating disorders or have we had eating disorders as a result of our unhealthy relationship with food that was taught to us by abusers, right? And so we bring this with us too, that even eating, if you all have tried to feed me at any point in your life, first of all, God bless you and I thank you. <laughs> but it is, I bet it's the most frustrating thing in the world to try to feed me because I'm so bad at it. I, I can't feed myself and I'm not even good at helping you do it, right? And so food, this, our ability to have a healthy relationship with food comes with us and that leads into a whole lot of health problems, right? Whether we're too big, too small, too something, right? We come with all those ACE scores, y'all go back to your ACE test, right? And see what you have. I think we did that on episode one on what is HT, right? Six degrees of human trafficking. So we come at a disadvantage already, you know, higher percentages of, of chronic diseases, higher percentages of um, depression, higher higher percentages of anxiety, of early death, of instances of suicide, right? 
that all goes back to a lot of our relationship with food and our stability in a home. Speaking of our health, boy, heaven help us. Heaven help us, right? Holding up a medicine uh, container. We are either under-medicated, over-medicated, not properly medicated, or <laughs> like yours truly, we just flat out won't go to a doctor so you can't medicate us at all and figure out what what's wrong with us in the first place, right? So the more instances of Baker Acts that we have, the more chance that our medications aren't correct, right? Because every time you go to a Baker Act facility, which very common in our world, every time you go to a Baker Act facility, they look at how you present in that exact moment and they medicate for that. They And so it doesn't always represent where you are in the world outside of that crisis moment, right? So it's not always the right medication. And the more instances of Baker Act, the more chances that you have just erroneous medications laying around, right? Um, we also bring all of those medical conditions that we talked about that come from those ACE scores that come from childhood abuses, that we bring those either, I didn't go to a doctor or maybe somebody pushed me to a doctor too much so that they could get benefits, right? I either had to be crazy or sick so that somebody could get benefits. Um, I didn't go to a doctor, I didn't go to a dentist, right? So all of those things add up to what we bring to the equation. Simply asking me when my annual checkup is, oh, well, baby, I, I don't know. That was, I don't know, probably a decade ago. So, you know, and people ask these things as a normal question, but that fear of getting yelled at when you go to the doctor keeps us from going back too, because I already know you're going to tell me that I'm doing it wrong. I get that. I get that right? We bring all of this with us everywhere we go. And then all of that adds up to, this is a brain, y'all. I'm holding a brain. It's a nice squishy brain. Our brains are constantly fighting us, <laughs> okay? They are constantly in survival mode. So this poor guy is all doing this every time anything happens around me. I am always looking for the exit, looking for the situation to protect me, looking to make sure that I am safe. Look, you know, evaluating a person's look, their tone, their body language, right? Those are all things that survived us well. We needed all those things, but our brain doesn't shut it off, right? Our brain doesn't shut it off. My friend, uh, Megan, she is an amazing counselor, describes it like this, and I think it's really the best way so let me try it to um, do it justice here. I am right-handed, okay? So while I am right-handed, everything I do, I pick up, I do with my right hand. My right hand naturally does it. My brain doesn't have to even think about it. It is an automatic response at this point, okay? A few years back, I broke this hand, could not use it. So while it was in a cast, right? My left hand had to learn how to do things. Now, did my left hand do them as good as my right hand? No, no, no. But the left hand had to keep working and trying, right? The left hand had to keep it moving while the right hand could not, okay? So that's what our brain is doing. Our brain is working in right hand mode all through, that's our survival brain. And then 
when we're trying to exit trauma and heal our brain, our left hand is our brain trying to correct it. So it's not looking the same. It's not feeling the same. It's not seeming like we're getting it as quickly as it seemed like we learned the right hand, right? It seems like it's taking a whole lot longer to learn the left hand. That's awesome while my right hand is incapacitated, okay? But once my hand is out of that cast and I have the option to use both, right? Which is what my brain is at. So my squishy brain, right? My squishy brain has the capacity to use those survival skills and then also use those healing skills. But because survival skills is what I learned first and learn best, my brain wants to go to survival skill first, right? Wants to go to survival skill first. So my right hand constantly wants to work. It would be like being able to have both hands, but just holding your right hand down and forcing your left hand all the time. If somebody threw a ball at me, I'm not naturally going, to, well, let's be honest, I won't naturally catch the ball. But a normal person would natu would not naturally use their non-dominant hand. Would not I would not naturally throw up my left hand to catch a ball. If you throw a ball at me, I should naturally raise my right hand to catch that ball because that is my dominant hand. We're asking our brain, after all those years of trauma, to not catch with the right hand. We're asking our brain to catch with the left hand all of the time, 24 hours a day, in every situation. And so we are constantly learning how that is in each new situation because every minute of every day is different than the day before, y'all, right? So even though I have skills that did me really well to get me to this point, I am still trying to take this poor squishy brain, right? I'm still trying to take this poor squishy brain and force it to use its left hand even though its right hand is right there and accessible day in and day out. Now, does it look the way it did 20 years ago? Oh, heavens no, heavens no. <laughs> it's a much smoother transition now, right? I can more naturally use my less dominant feature, right? Those, are those healthy skills. I can more, more naturally use those healthy skills. But does my brain want to go to survival skills all the time? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think I, I posted something funny about that, that I hear um, a song in my head <laughs> when, I, when I, I know my brain is trying to go to a survival skill. And I'm like, we're not doing that. But there, I sing a little song in my head and that kind of makes me chuckle and go back to whatever it was. Because my brain <laughs> is still trying to learn a new way of doing things. And that is a process, guys. It is a process. So if you are out there, I almost dropped all my stuff. If you guys are out there and you are frustrated by your brain, I was frustrated by my brain this morning. If you are frustrated by your brain, always wanting to jump to the wrong or the inappropriate or the over-adapted response, right? Remember we talked about those over-adapted responses a few weeks ago? If your brain's constantly wanting to do that, give yourself a break, guys. Give yourself a break. Just know that it is a process and it's just like learning to do anything else. If you had to learn how to write with your non-dominant hand, you would practice, 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 practice. Will it look like your normal penmanship? No, it will not. 
Will it be okay? It sure will. Is it gonna be something you can live with? It absolutely is, right? Will you still wanna use your right hand every once in a while? You will, <laughs> but it's okay because you're going to learn how to use that new healthy line of thinking more often. That is my talk, guys. That is what I have to say about the brain and about how we present to you. So now for people who love us, I want you to remember this. Every time you have a conversation with us in which you don't like our response or you think that we should have done something differently or we dissociated and didn't even know what was going on through the whole conversation or whatever it is, I want you to remember we are a process, right? And we bring all of this with us everywhere we go. So if you're a service provider, please remember, I'm coming with all this medical history that is not explainable easily, right? I'm coming to you, if, I, if I'm having a conversation with you and you're frustrated by my way of handling things, remember, I'm coming with all of those preconceived thoughts in my head that I have to battle of what, you know, Barbie kept saying to me all of those years, right? I'm coming to you with all of the misdiagnoses and the medications and whatever else has been handed to me when I come to visit you in a hospital and you're asking me questions and I don't know how to answer them, right? And when I'm coming to you for services, I'm coming to you with the inability to be stable in a lot of situations, right? Because I was never given the chance to be stable. And y'all, finally, I love our squishy braids, okay? I hope you do too. I know they're frustrating. They're frustrating to us. They're frustrating to those who love us. I get it, but stick with it. It is worth it, I promise. I am so happy y'all joined me here today for this talk. This one is one of my favorites. If you have any questions, please, you know, reach out to me on any of the ways. Uh, my organization is My Name, My Voice. I do trainings for organizations all of the time. Uh, I prefer in person, but can also do Zoom uh, with the way we do things now, <laughs> just like we're doing this, right? And so you can find that at mynamemyvoice.org to find more information on what I do there. You can email me at Marianne, my name is written in the podcast, Marianne at mynamemyvoice.org. Uh, you can also podcast every single week, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. It is also on YouTube if you would like to see what is happening. And there are other shorts coming to YouTube soon. So even if you like listening to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, go check out the YouTube channel. It is uh, Stripped Down with Marianne. Go check that out because I think you'll find some good little short content there. Also, we are on TikTok now. It is at Doc Marianne, D-O-C-M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E. Um, and go check me out there. I shoot short little videos that correspond to what we talk to talk about here each week as well. Um, Instagram is at my name, my voice, and you can check that out where I give you little tidbits throughout the week just to kind of keep you boosted and on the path and then share a little bit more about me and who I really am all of the time outside of this space. So that is, oh, I might've popped my brain, y'all. <laughs> that is the podcast for today. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Peace.